0: Listen up, everybody, the stars at night. They are big and they are bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. Okay, so listen up. It's uh it's it's the end of of roadmap. And it's been It's been No, but it's been a really it's been a really interesting experiment. Um, And I don't know about you, but I feel like it's something that I might try to explore a little bit more of. Um, I know that Alex has had a lot going on um, with some other projects. And so, you know, I don't want to, you know, give him too much to put on his plate. Um, But I feel like this could be something very interesting for us. Like, this could be an interesting format. Where you know, we don't necessarily have to feel the pressure of the usual schedule, and maybe Alex and I can just kind of put out episodes like this whenever we really have a big update, but may not have time to fit it into a normal episode. I mean, I suppose it's really kind of up to the listeners and you know, the numbers and everything like that. But you tell me, was this interesting at all to you? Was this Enticing? Was this an interesting experiment? Did you learn anything from any of the things that I learned? Were you fascinated at any point in the journey that I was undertaking? Um, I realized that, you know, it was kind of half half, right? It was like 50-50. Um it's you know, it was it was a 50-50 in the sense of um, you know, 50% of the roadmap series was life updates and traveling and things that we were working on. And then the other 50% was, you know, things that I learned and things that I was working on or things that I have been working on. Um, so, I don't know. I, you know, it was it was interesting to me and it was worth it to me. Um, so, you know, you let me know. You let me know what you think, um, but I'm gonna keep this one really, really short. Um, in summary, it was a really interesting time. I learned so many things, not just about myself, but also like literal new topics, things that I learned about, and I, I feel better for sure. I mean, like I feel way better about the level of knowledge that I have about my abilities, about, I mean, so many different things. I mean, again, think of how many different courses that I took during the first couple of weeks of Roadmap. Think about all the life lessons that I actually you know took into consideration and balanced and learned from. Take into consideration the fact that You know, this time last year, I definitely would not have gone on a road trip to visit a couple of colleges. This time last year, I definitely would not have called an Audible and visited a college that was not even initially on my list to check them out and to talk to them and to figure things out. Speaking of which, I I do want to address real quick something that I did mention yesterday, which is the fact that I did have more uh, info sessions and meetings today. I went back to UT Austin, did a little bit more exploring, and also had very lengthy uh, info sessions and meetings. Uh, and, you know, it, it honest to God, it went so well. It was wonderful. Uh, I learned so much about the program and also about the people that are in the program. Um, you know, I I just, okay, you know, obviously there's a lot of things to take into consideration when I make my final decision, um, and also part of it is also going to depend on whether or not I make it into these programs. But for the sake of argument, let's just say that it's March or whatever, and I have received a letter from all of the colleges that I am applying to, and all of them want me to go there. Obviously, between the time that I'm recording this and between the time of the hypothetical situation, There's plenty of time for things to change and plenty of time for people to, you know, change my mind about them or the things that they hold important or whatever. But essentially, as of right now, I genuinely think that UT is sitting at the very forefront. And one of the big reasons um, is the thing that I essentially actually had a conversation with Mason and Jordan about earlier today uh, I, I, I sent them some, some lengthy messages about my meetings and about the feelings that I had about the program. And uh, for me, the, the biggest reason why UT Austin feels like the best match for me, um, I mean, yes, the curriculum is great. Uh, the staff seems wonderful and everything like that, right? Like, there are so many factors that, yes, I do think that they get right. But there was one really big key component, for me at least. And, you know, okay, so I, real quick, what I, I'm not sure if I've ever talked about it here on this show before, but just in case, I want to point out that when I first went to Loyola University of New Orleans, it was not initially at the forefront of my list either. I had other schools on my list and other schools that, you know, on paper seemed like they were going to be a better match for me um, when it was suggested to me that I at least check out the school and, you know, give it a shot. And I was like, okay, fine, sure, whatever. You know, um, I, I love Siri. you know, O'Brien's wife. Um, and she is wonderful. You know, she's been very good to me. So, you know, I'll at least look, at, look into it for her since she went there. She seems to feel very adamantly about the school. And then, of course, you know, I ended up falling in love with that school. And a big thing for me was how much they fought for me to go there as opposed to the other way around. Um, And then the other thing is that, like, that is something that's very important to me, right, is this feeling of being wanted. Because at the time, I was working retail, and I very frequently felt like it was a little bit of a, you know, well, why should we continue to work with you? situation like I felt like I sometimes had to sell myself to that company even though I had done so many wonderful things for them and so it was nice to feel wanted it was, it was nice to feel actually no it actually felt nice to feel needed Lo- Loino made me feel needed and like I was something that was going to be very vital and important to their community and I don't mean to brag and I don't mean to you know build myself up you know unnecessarily but I genuinely think that I was needed and that the work that I did while I was there was extremely helpful to them. And if I hadn't done it, I really don't know who would have. Like, and, that's, and that's me being, you know, keeping it 100, as, as the kids say today. Um, and on the flip side of that, you know, the other thing is that community was such a huge thing for them. Like, they hit the community aspect a million times. When they were talking with me on the phone, when they were sending me messages about, you know, hey, you know, you've gotten into the school, you know, here's why you should, you know, accept. And uh, today, UT Austin basically did the same thing, um, just obviously like within their own way. But I, I, okay, so finally getting back to the thing that I started to say and then I didn't finish the reason why UT Austin is currently at the forefront. Not only is it an amazing campus, not only is it a beautiful building that the coursework is done in, uh, not only is it an incredibly open and welcoming uh, facility and uh, community of people, but they really do put community first. Um, And Basically, it showed to me today that the Scavengers Network and UT Austin have a lot in common. Um, And here's, here's what made me say that. I said to Mason and Jordan, think about the Scavengers Network tagline that you hear at the end of every Journey Under 30 Roadmap episode, or at the end of every Myth Takes, or at the end of every I Don't Know Radio, or whatever. We always use the same thing, right? Which is our slug. It's our tagline. Um, and that is the scavengers network creator driven community focused, treasured content. And think, I want you to think about that for, for a brief moment. After we state the name of the company, the scavengers network really break down the next three things. Creator driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. I want you to think about those words for a brief moment and then think about how at UT Austin, it was said in so many different ways, Um, but the main paraphrasing I guess I could use here is that they had multiple people stand up there and say, when people ask me, what's my favorite part of the school or what is the best part of the school or you know however they want to word it again the paraphrasing or the the sum if you will of everything that everybody has always said essentially boils down to the plot point of it's the people the people make this school worth it it's the people that make this school special And think about why that would be important to me as someone who just told you the tagline of the Scavengers Network. Two out of the three things that we mention in that tagline is related to people, and it's the first two. So the first two things in the three item important items of what makes up the Scavengers Network, it's creator-driven, which is our internal community. It's the people here that make it special. Community-focused. It's the fans that help us, you know, create our projects that make us have a reason to make them that, you know, I mean, you know, to summarize Lindsay Reed every single week, without you, there is no us. The third thing is the treasured content. And that's what we sort of all, both of those two communities kind of come together to create and enjoy together. But at the end of the day, even the treasured community is, I mean, even the treasured content, rather, is something that is shared by the community, by those people that make it so special. So, you know, I I feel like I don't want to just continuously talk nonstop, ad nauseum, about all these things. I just wanted to share with you the journey that I've been on for the last four weeks. I've learned so much about marketing, about owning a small business, about finance, about, um, about taxes. Uh, I mean, I, it, you know, the list goes on and on and on. I've learned so much about the growth in the podcast industry. I've learned so much about social media marketing and the tragedy that is Facebook ads I've learned a lot about myself and I've learned a lot about what is important to me in a college. I've learned what programs work for me and what programs don't work for me. And I've learned that there are other places outside of Maryland that I would gladly call home. And I'm still sort of searching for the final destination, the final home but it's good to know that there are places out there that I would feel accepted in and that I would accept into my life. So anyway, I think that's a really good way to wrap up Roadmap. Obviously, there is still a lot for me to learn and still a lot for me to do. So maybe I'll continue to update you a little bit as things progress on. Hopefully very, very soon, Alex and I will be able to get back into the saddle and to create some regular Journey Under 30 content. I know that uh, you know we obviously won't be making any this week, because I will be traveling. Um, but, you know, I'd like, to, I'd like to come back to it very, very soon. So please let us know if there's anybody that we haven't talked about yet that you think that we should. Tell us about it at ScavengersNet. That's uh, the Scavengers Network's Twitter account. Or you can reach out to me personally at Colin M. Parker. That is C-O-L-I-N-M-P-A-R-K-E-R. You can also reach out to me personally there if you want to discuss roadmap, if you want to discuss programs that I have not discussed that you think I might be interested in, if you want to talk further about the city of Austin, if you want to talk further about the city of New Orleans, if you want to talk further about the music business industry, if you want to talk more about the podcast industry and how it's growing, if you want to talk about how we can make podcasting more accessible, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Just reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from anybody who listens to this show other than, like, you know, my mom, Alex, and Mason. Um, Those three people frequently message me about journey under 30. So, I mean, I know that there's more than those three listeners. I see the numbers. I see the rest of you. So please reach out to me. Let me know what you think. Talk to me about these things. I, I have so many more thoughts that I'd like to share. So let's create a dialogue. Let's create something new and exciting together, shall we? And with that being said, I think that that's a pretty good spot to leave it at. Um, Real quick before I say the, as always, I'm Colin Parker section, please also make sure to check out scavengersnetwork.com. We have a couple of new things coming to the website very soon, but at the very least, you can actually check out all the shows on the network. You can check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash network, and everything else like our merch store and our contact information, All right there from that page, all from that website right there, you can find all your Scavengers Network needs. So, as always, I am your host, Colin Parker. Thank you so much for joining me here on Roadmap. I hope to see you soon, and I'll see you on the Forbes. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven, community-focused, treasured content. W-I-D-K! is your morning commute too much fun? Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join fish stick. It stops you from pooping, but it has its own good chemicals that fight the bad chemicals in you, and that's why yogurt's good for you. Lulu. I don't like shellfish to eat. It feels wrong, like you're just prying open someone's house and you're like, <laughs> The Professor. If you really think about it, a hot dog is just a soft shell bologna taco. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that just seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. Like, there's a <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) reason he's completely shaved. This is I Don't Know Radio, the only show that delivers more than you wanted and less than you hoped for. Search WIDK in your podcast app.